we have now the opportunity to study the scriptures together. It's a part of what we do every week here. We spend some time to study the Bible. We're in the book of Romans. Uh, so if you have a Bible, you can open it to Romans. And if you don't have a Bible, we've put some under the chairs for you. We'll be on page 947. I think we might be kind of uh, tipping into page 948 now, but we're somewhere there close to 947, Romans chapter 9, the end of chapter 9, heading into chapter 10. Um, uh, a lot of you may not realize this, but the industry in Texas, the economy in Texas is very heavily invested in oil. Have any of you ever heard that before? Um, I know a lot of you may not know that, right? Because you're here for the army. But uh, oil is a, is a big business. But there was a time when people didn't value oil, right? There was a time when the economy in Texas was all about cattle, um, sheep, cotton, things like that. Um, and so it was an interesting transition when our economy worldwide started to value oil more. At the same time, people started discovering oil in Texas, and that changed what people saw as really treasure, as uh, valuable, as important. Um, and I found a really interesting quote as I was reading on the subject by a famous rancher named uh, William Wagner. Uh, he later on became an oil man, but he started as a rancher. And he was talking about when they first discovered oil on his property, he was looking for water, right? So he was digging a well to find water. And this is what he says about his experience. He says, I wanted water and they got me oil. I tell you, I was mad, mad clean through. We needed water for ourselves and for our cattle to drink. He was mad. He was furious. They're drilling in the ground. And they find oil, not water. They need water. And what we're going to see in our scripture text today is that it's very easy for us to have the same kind of experience with spiritual things. We're calling the sermon this morning, Stumbling Over Faith. Stumbling Over Faith. You can stumble over faith and say, that's not what I was looking for. I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for this. You can, you can treasure the wrong things. You can value the wrong things, spiritually speaking. And what Paul is calling us to in this text is recognize the, the deep treasure that we have in Jesus, in faith in Jesus, in trusting him in the righteousness that comes through Jesus, not comes through our own works, what we've accomplished, our own self. And so that's what Paul is calling us to see and my prayer is that we would see this ourselves. Paul's going to talk a lot about the distinction here between Jews and Gentiles. So the Jews are the Old Testament people of God, the Israel, Israelites, uh, and they had God's law. They had the Old Testament. They understood what right and wrong was. And what would happen is because they had God's law, they were prone to think that they could accomplish God's law by their own strength. And so what I want you to see here is as he's comparing Jews and Gentiles, we should be thinking religious people and non-religious people, okay? Because it's a very similar comparison today. We want to recognize the historic distinction. It's an important historic distinction when this was written. But today, not many of us are Jews, but some of us are religious people that grew up like the Jews with God's word and with God's law. And we religious people will often have the same problem as the Jewish people at the time of Paul's writing. We will often think, I've got God's word. I know right and wrong. I can achieve a righteousness of my own. And he's, he's saying, be careful, because you're stumbling when that happens. So, so let's read the text. We're going to be starting in chapter 9, verse 30. Chapter 9, verse 30. And we're going to read a few verses into chapter 10. 
Chapter 9, verse 30, what shall we say then? That Gentiles, which means non-Jews, Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it. That is a righteousness that is by faith. But Israel, who pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were based on works. They have stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it's written, Behold, I'm laying in Zion a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense. Whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. He goes on in chapter 10, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So he's calling us here to faith. Don't stumble over faith. Don't miss faith. Don't trip over your own self your own desires, your own ability to keep the law and don't miss faith itself. Let me pray and ask God to meet us here. We need his help to understand what he's saying. We've got some complicated things here, but we've also got some really profoundly simple things that we don't want to miss. So let's pray and ask for God's help. God, we we pray that you'd meet us here. We pray that your spirit would help us to understand the scriptures. Um, God, there's there's cultural differences and there's, there's just distance and some things that don't, don't seem clear on the surface. We pray that you would guide us. Uh, we ask that, that you would be magnified. I pray for those that are here that, that have questions that are not sure about you. We, we pray just for the special grace of open-mindedness. I pray that you'd help people to consider and ask uh, honest questions. We pray and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So the big picture here is, is stumbling over faith, right? Is, is missing. He uses the stumbling stone analogy. And there's two ways that we can stumble over faith, and 